everyone, Me. welcome back to the PC Respective Podcast. We're at episode 706. This is being recorded on January 11, 2023. I'm Sebastian Peake. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. I'm Brett Van Spromberg, and it's just as surprised as you to be here in 2023. Hi. <laughs> hey, I was I was planning on it. We have to cat. We have to get to 800 somehow. That some makes way. one of us somehow, okay. some way, 800. Yeah, well, we won't get there this year unless we start doing two of these a week. But uh, I Ooh. value my sanity too much for that. Um, <laughs> but hey, I didn't you think can, we'd uh, ever make it to, in the 700s. To tell you the truth, no. you, you didn't think we'd ever get to the 700 club, as it were. Uh-huh. Not, not, not like you personally, but when we started this out in 2008, 2009. Triple digits no was idea. not so even a thought. 14 years later. In fact, 2007, I think, is when Ryan started. But, you know, Jeremy was yeah, there. Yep. Yeah, you weren't there, Josh. I no, wasn't just there. Oh. Ryan, Lee, and I, not knowing what the hell we were doing. And using, you know, unlicensed uh, music. Shush you. Oh, okay. Uh you can support long us since on- demonetized. Yeah, anyway, exactly. go ahead. You can support us on Patreon. <laughs> Speaking of monetization, uh, we're monetizing ourselves, or rather, you are. So if you're responsible for this. If you don't like it, well, please don't stop supporting us anyway. patreoncom per. And one of the things that is ever popular on this show, and it's continuing into 2023, Food with Josh, aka Burger of the Week. Oh geez, you know I wasn't uh, I wasn't prepared for this. Oh, we'll just wait. Yeah, just wait. Okay, we this, could go back. Okay, we go could, yeah. No, now, I, I got it. I got it. And now let's go to Laramie, Wyoming, for food with Josh. Food with me. Look at how pale I am. Look at how where's that orange background? My... It's only partially orange. Okay, you picked the wrong know, orange. There you go. Burger Wednesdays may be taking a toll on me. Maybe I should really revisit my diet. As Josh, I, do it for us. Lovingly at my slug-like appearance. Um, no, today was uh, was an interesting one. It was called Blue on Black. It is a single blackened smash patty topped with smoked bacon, applewood smoked blue cheese crumbles, white onion, jalapeno, and Cajun aioli. I know it kind of looks like a mess there. It was just, it was hard to take apart and get it to, to see all the, all the stuff. And you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be serious here. It, it was a little disappointing. It was a little too Aww. salty, too many blue cheese crumbles. It was just overpowering. I think if they had added more jalapenos and a little bit more of the aioli and backed off on the uh, blue cheese, it really would have come together. But um yeah no i was uh it was kind of a swing and a miss this time from the old born in the barn i mean i i appreciate the mm-hmm. the thought that they put into this and you know looking at it originally i i thought it was going to be fantastic but it just was just too much blue cheese sadly otherwise it probably would have been fantastic i don't know yeah some people's tastes because the more blue cheese the better Let's move to news. And one of the most important stories has to be that just yesterday, officially, the non-X Ryzen 7000 desktop processors launched. 
Now, as you may know, since we talked about this, I think last week, these are lower cost alternatives to the X processors. So sort of. Well, okay. Yeah, They're, but they come with cooler. The, yep. Yes. That was what we talked about, I think, last week, is that that kind of adds to the value a little bit. But they're lower power we, draw. Yes. Well, are you going to put, a, what is 195 watt TDP in a small form factor system uh, and expect too. good things to happen? Sure. So why not go with a 65 watt variant? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then, of course, yeah. Intel at the same time uh, announced their 65 watt processors, which, of course, draw more than that unless you get the T variants. But anyway, uh, Tweaktown had a look at these. Now, uh, somebody just mentioned pricing a minute ago. 429 for the non X7900 doesn't sound that appealing when the X variant has been selling for a pretty steep discount for a while now. I think all December and into January, those have been discounted. So, how much do you want the cooler? How much do you need the lower base TDP? Well, it's it's really the base TDP because, like, looking at actual pricing, uh, this launch price versus what you can buy the X for, you're saving 10 to 15 bucks compared to the uh, X version. It's not a huge savings, yeah. But it's also not a huge performance drop. You know, I mean, six, six points on that one. All things being equal, I would rather buy the X and then downclock it myself. You know, if you're an enthusiast, you can just go into the BIOS and set the voltage and the the wattage and the frequency yourself. But you wouldn't get that cooler. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're throwing in a cooler, so you save slightly more. So what's that cooler worth? Six bucks. Ten bucks. Plus, they didn't they lower? I'm thinking of the X3D. They lowered the um, temperature yeah. target with the X3D to like 88 from 95. So maybe uh, these still seem to be 95-ish. Oh, okay. So yeah. Anyway, uh, they're out there. The prices aren't that attractive yet, but those are entry prices. At some point, True. we will start to see discounts, just like we did with the X series. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you are kind of paying for the 65 watt TDP. Yeah. Mm. Same, and I do crazy. like the Wraith cooler. The bigger Wraith cooler is actually a pretty solid unit. And you mm-hmm. can plug it into your RGB thing if you want. For that kind of uh, implementation, uh, it's it's pretty fantastic. You don't yeah. need to get it all in one type thing or a massive um, be quiet monstrosity. Overall, you know, I'm not trying to pump AMD up here, but uh, it's it is another option at uh, some interesting uh, market prices. So the more SKUs in this case, the merrier. Unlike Intel, which didn't they just release Xeons with something like fifty-six different SKUs? <laughs> it's fifty-two, yep. but really, sure. Yeah, that's not much of an exaggeration. Fifty-six from fifty-two. Oh, I, I know it is. Yeah. yeah. Let's move to our video cards portion of the news. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff in here, but absolutely four i nine. 13900KS running at 6 gigahertz out of the box. That's massive. Mm-hmm. Nice. But, okay, there's this story, and I don't know if this has been debunked. I thought I saw something on Twitter earlier. But anyway, as of uh, today at some point, the CPU maker AMD had apparently confirmed the launch date for 3D Vcache Zen 4 CPUs as Valentine's Day. If you can you know, uh, infer that. I know what I want in my bouquet now. And look at how there's right. that like rainbow reflection off of the left CCD with that stacked cache. Isn't it great? Isn't it incredible? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. A lot Screw of the diamonds. Give that. me silicon. A lot of questions about that single CCD 3D cache. Yeah. People Makes sense. About that. Well, yeah. When we can't even get a consistent experience in Windows, like one version of Windows 11 has scheduling issues, but the other one doesn't. We've got to wait. And now we're Because have... the CPU doesn't have a hardware scheduler. I just wanted to put that, that out there. Right. Yeah. And don't worry. They'll fix it all with the GSA. You know, those massive <laughs> code base mm, updates that... And there's you know, always room. Always there's room never enough room. And then they... Like the latest <laughs> one that got pulled, I was going to update the uh, one AM5 platform board I have here because I was going to move on to a GSA 1.0.4 and sort of revamp the test bed for GPUs this year. And then it got yanked because it dropped support for the Ryzen 5 7600X. Oops. So... Hmm. I was just like, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. I will revisit it once, you know, dot four is re-released, I guess. But for now, I've just jumped ship to Intel. For the you know, we really but. were kind of um, spoiled in ways with, uh, now, now, don't get me wrong, AMD has been far from perfect. But, you know, the, the 570 and the 550 were all launched with the 3000 series. And mm-hmm. I do remember a lot of teething issues with, you know, both mm-hmm. X470 boards with the new BIOS and, you know, some yeah. of them supported PCIe 4.0 and then they yanked that. And then the 570s had issues and all kinds of adjacent things. And then, you know, the 5000 series came along and a lot of those motherboard problems were all just solved. I mean, it was just kind of tweaking from there on out. There were no big showstoppers. And then x670 hits am5 and we get to go through all of these lovely ecosystem type issues with a same story a new flavor you got to think that uh, until about two years ago they were not making a whole lot of money and uh they started doing better when they released the 3000 and they were still struggling along with gpus at that point and then 5,000 hit and they were starting to make money in the pandemic and GPUs were selling and they have the new Xbox and new PlayStation and and suddenly they became flush with cash. They started throwing more money at their graphics group. And now hopefully, hopefully they are also throwing more money at, uh, at the uh, chipset and uh, you know, platform type guys. Cause you know, their Epic stuff is actually really, 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 really good. Uh, we have several Dell machines now at, at work, servers with higher-end Epics in there, you know, mm-hmm. 2P platforms, and those things are just monsters. They're really great to work with. But that whole consumer thing, which is still very much their bread and butter, uh, they need to address that badly because there's just – I mean, I, I would love to buy a 7,000 series with the M5, but memory is still pretty high. It's a lot better now than it was, you know, six, seven months ago. I mean, you can actually get decent 6,000, 32 gigs of stuff for about 150. Um, so that's, you know, that's that's a major improvement. But gosh, geez, motherboard's still so a kick. Used. Motherboards are still expensive and the yep. issues that you have with them. And I mean, I'd probably get a 7600X because I'm a cheap wad, but might as well just get a 7700 or wait for the 7800 3D or whatever because yeah, 
it's only a smaller portion of the overall platform costs. Well, to recap that last story, apparently from AMD <laughs> directly, it is Valentine's Day where we will see the X3D processor. Seems soon. Yes. I want to know pricing. Well, you know that's what? Okay. If I mean, you're asking the price, you can't afford it. True. <laughs> I got to spend a lot. But I mean, they're also going to break your heart. AMD is also breaking your heart. V, v for Vcash. V for Vcash. It's clever. Mm-hmm. AMD is. likes to do their their clever um, like seven seven day yeah. for Ryzen seven and seven nanometer. Yeah. yeah, and it runs quicker on a leap year. Hmm. Speaking of running quicker, uh, your Radeon RX seventy nine hundred XTX, if it's made reference by unit AMD, right? The MBA made by AMD cards, which are sold by AMD and then other companies like PowerColor. Uh, rather famously, actually, MSI did not sell a reference card, but has uh, their own AIB custom version coming. Well, it turns out that there uh, is an issue with the XTX, as we spoke about recently. Scott Herkelman uh, went on uh, with Gordon Mung. I was hoping for a written statement, but we have a video clip instead. So you can go to, where is it? It's probably embedded in here. So the uh, AMD responds interview clip on YouTube. Watch that. Scott will explain what's going on. And he says, uh, there's no safety concern. That was his big priority with this. We're able to root cause that. Is there a potential performance issue? What we found is that if you throttle at 110 degrees in certain workloads, as in, you know, all, you will see a small performance delta. Well, I guess so. Any workload you know, that works the GPU to 110 yeah. degrees. I mean, not you're, everything. You're going to see some throttling on that. Look, not on everything. Windows desktop, moving, oh, if you don't use window, it, was barely as, impacted. As an app, as an app, Windows desktop rarely drives the GPU that hard. Yes. Rarely. Yeah. So and as long as you don't use it, it'll effects. run at full speed. Mm-hmm. And you got to give them credit. Because Four. think back on the day when Tom's Hardware removed the CPU cooler from their Athlon and they self-destructed. Yep. At least the GPU is not doing this. They've, they've learned their lesson from 14, 15, 20 years ago and uh, have implemented uh, safety procedures in the GPU to, to keep it from uh, exploding. Oh, That's an important point. Throttling is the right, the right thing to do. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the, there were some people who were encountering this issue with the reference cards and some who did not. I was concerned because in the reviewer's guide, it was warning reviewers about the fact that 110 degrees was normal. I was like, hold on a second. Why are they bringing this up? And I started to get a little suspicious, but then our card didn't do anything. However, I only ever tested the card vertical on the GPU test, but I never had it horizontal. Ah, so ah. then I found out, you know, the, the science behind vapor chambers a little bit and watched the devour video and have been following this. And it's, I don't know if ours is affected or not. I haven't played around with it. It could have been from a different patch. This is supposedly a rather small issue, according to AMD. They're not doing a recall. They're doing case by case, which is a lot less expensive. And there's probably plenty of people out there who will never install this horizontally, who have one of those cases in a vertical GPU mount and will never have the issue at all. And good for them. All right, MSI Afterburner. Let's talk about it. Is it going to flare out... Because it's apparently just developed by one individual who hasn't been paid in almost a year due to yeah. the conflict 
in Ukraine. This is a Russian developer who can't oh. get paid because of sanctions or something. More or less, yeah. Well, MSI just said, no, we're not going to pay money into Russia. Apparently, they've never heard of uh, digital PayPal coin payments. Even Dude, yeah, they, PayPal. They, he, should, he should just move to Cyprus with a bunch of the other yep. expat it's, Russians. Problem solved. World of Warships. Right. No longer a Russian company. It's now Cypriot. I it's now, yeah, it's their Cypriots, aren't they? Yeah, so it, it, it is a concern, though, because it's literally a project that depends on this one guy. And he has been going on for 11 months now without a paycheck uh, and has sort of said, you know, I'm going to have to find a job and get something to pay for it. Uh, MSI is saying that don't worry, Afterburner is still going to keep going on. Uh, I do suspect that they own a lot of the IP and the ability to carry it on with it. But the, the funny thing is that, and I didn't realize this, remember Riva tuner. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so he guy, still runs. So yeah, it's the same guy. He runs the Riva tuner statistics server, which is what afterburner depends on because it's essentially harvesting data to figure out, you know, uh, when you hit the overclock button, where, where should some limits be and you know, what can we sort of tweak and what is 135% power envelope on this particular card? He is still going to keep running that. That is just a side project of his that he loves apparently. Uh, but yeah, it, it could be that uh, Afterburner is going to go through some changes. It seems like there's a lot of software developers in Russia because that was one of the issues with Intel Arc driver development is when this broke yep. out, they had a team over there that suddenly was unable to work with Intel where they had been. You know, so. historically, they've had some very good coders because they've had crap yep. hardware to work with for a yeah. long, 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 long time. And uh, yeah. And the, the coders knew hardware as well because they had to fix that too because it's not like someone <laughs> else was going to do it. Plus, I mean, Tetris came out of Russia. So mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Speaking and of gaming, speaking of gaming, Meta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Meta, a nasty lead-in. <laughs> Facebook, uh, it's failed. Yeah, but they're blaming the headset. They Thirty what? billion into Meta, haven't they? Or the or the 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 VR yeah, stuff. Yeah, drops being the uh, operative okay. word. Correct. Here. They could have, for that same money, developed one hundred and thirty-five. GTA fives. What's that? Money? Probably. GTA That's five. a lot of hot coffee. Makes a lot more money yeah. than anything that uh, Facebook has ever. Well, that's not how old is, is GTA five now? I don't know, but it's still incredibly lucrative. Five, six years. Uh, it's older than the original MetaQuest VR, aka the original uh, Oculus Rift. Okay, so educate me. The Oculus Quest. Ten years, by the way. Now, the Rift is yeah. old, right? The Rift was the first Yeah, sorry. Well, the Quest, they claim it's four years old. It's only about three, three and a bit years old. So the, the Quest is fairly recent hardware, and it's already losing support March 5th. Correct. Ooh, we'll no longer ooh, there will be updates, no more security updates. Applications. You, so you won't be able to go to the, the, the meta parties, which I hear oh. uh, have dozens of people, maybe. Dozens of half people, because, you know, they still haven't. Yes, they just fake. Well, they legs. tried to unleash the legs, and there just was, was too many legs. Fraud. The legs took everything over. It was awful. Uh, and Horizon Home. Is. 
Oh, it's John Carmack had to rebuy Beat Saber <laughs> after he left yes. Meta because they, they cut off all of his games That's and he had funny. to rebuy them. He he's only worked there for how many years? Yeah, and done so much for them. But there yeah. is no better proponent of VR in the entire industry than John Carmack, and they're gonna they're gonna yeah. screw him over. Yes, come on, they're gonna zuck him over. Oh, yeah, that's so it's $0.49 or whatever he paid for that is, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yep. And, and I mean, the problem so, yeah. is that, that they're claiming that you'll still be able to access your games. But we, we do we trust Meta and, like, the whole, oh, you need a Facebook login. Oh, crap, everyone's pissed off. Okay, you don't, but you need a Meta login. What's the difference uh, and, between a Meta login and a Facebook login, please? Well, isn't that an interesting question? Because I don't think there's any if you had a previous Facebook account. So it's still harvesting all of your data. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just sad after sad after sad. But yeah, if you've got one of the older VR headsets, the old good old MetaQuest VR, she's gone. Uh, you can always uh, drop like 1500 bucks on the Pro version. When if is you that going to be available? It. Oh, that one still is. Oh, okay. The, the Quest VR Pro came out, I don't know, about eight, ten months ago. So but it's 1500 bucks. The new expensive one, that's not out yet, right? Oh, that's uh, that'll be 2024. Oh, uh, okay. The Quest 3 will be in 2024. Just in so time to be completely irrelevant. Yes, uh, pretty much what they're looking at. It's, it's a... Yeah, you know, it's a CF. It's a cluster, you know what. If you don't want to train... Dal E, check your Adobe Creative Cloud settings. Oh, so this is a default thing now? They're just scanning your library and you're part of the AI I... infrastructure for this? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Because one thing that Adobe doesn't have is their own text-to-art uh, machine learning product. What they do have is an immense amount of source material. So. Yeah. Just the so thing did, for a hungry gonna, machine learning algorithm. Sorry. Yes. Were you gonna Were you gonna post the uh, the Disneyland marathon picture from oh, Lord from Slack? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hold on a second. <laughs> there is a whole series of these. There's there's ten or fifteen of them that are equally as horrifying. I, I don't know if you found the whole series of them, but I I thumbed through them. This the is night enough, and Brett. This is crazy. enough. You don't need anymore. Oh my gosh! Look for the series of these if you really want to. Uh, no. That you'll never get the tough stains out. And I'm pointing at my head. <laughs> hmm. Let's move on to a security corner. Their ever popular and ever growing segment that's going to dominate the entire podcast. Just Last today. Pass. Just today. Last pass. Yeah, that's that's enough of a night. No, we skipped that one. Okay. Nope, nope. That's not. We went for something better. Sort of. What's this one? Uh, Anyway, go on. Ars Technica cracked. A fifth of passwords used by federal agency cracked in security audit. 89% of the department's high value assets didn't use multi factor authentication. Or, you know, like 99% of Americans don't use it unless they're forced to. Yeah. Uh, they were subject to the very popular attacks, typical government terminology, pop culture, uh, common, you know, QWERTY type, you know, somebody going along the top of the keyboard and typing QWERTY, dictionary yeah. attack type stuff. They're just as susceptible as the rest of us, rest of us, no matter what rules they're supposed to be under. 
Go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah, and it gets worse because even more of them failed the uh, MFA exhaustion attack. Mm-hmm. Where when your phone keeps saying, oh, do you approve this one? Do you approve this? And then eventually they just hit yes to make it stop. <laughs> Security is no laughing matter, Brad. That, that's actually in, ca- in the cases when they applied it. Because in a lot of cases, they just sort of, and I know this is exactly what happened. Okay, so everyone's really annoyed at the MFA. And we're just clicking approve anyways when we see it. So let's just get rid of it. Yeah. Okay, Fine. Let's see. The most commonly used passwords, uh, password one, two, three, four. Now this is clever because it, it meets all the requirements. The, the P is capitalized. Yep. It has a hyphen. That's your special character. And then one, two, three, four. Yes. 478 yep. instances of that. Oddly enough. Oh, Bronco, damn it. Should I change my pick? This is interesting. Bronco dollar sign 2012, where the O's in Bronco are zeros. So when did the Broncos win? Uh, Must have been 2012. No, so. 2015 is when oh, the Broncos. It was 2015, which is the funniest thing. Now, Broncos in 2012 is, I think, that's when they first interviewed Peyton. Or is it 2013? Oh, is that what it is? Because I saw that and I'm like, that's not when the Broncos won, and I looked it up because then no, that was 2015. But they're Broncos fans, so what do you want? How could there be 389 instances well. of that? Because then right below that is password123 dollar sign, you know, to get that special character requirement met. Password123. Maybe QWERTY. Yep. Change uh, it now. QWERTY. One, one, two, three, four, password. One. These are so I love, creative. I love the two variants of change it in here, which is... That is one that gets... I, I, I wouldn't uh, have seen that one coming. I think it's automated. because I, I have seen this one before, this change it now. I believe you get that when you do a password reset. And then I've I've had this email before where it's like, your new password is change it now. And then you have to go in and change it the first time you log in. Huh. So. Except people aren't. Yeah. Yeah. So. Algorithmically, from a brute force approach, the complexity with different characters, different character sets, uppercase, lowercase, it doesn't matter to a brute force algorithm. What really matters is, is actually length. Is do two or three oh, words so together. Brett, hold on. No. Brett Van Spuenberg. Bet Brett this is Van common. Spruenberg, 2023. Nope. The only thing that matters length. is length. It's length. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter it's, how it's you arrange those letters and characters. It it only matters. No, it's the only thing that matters. I see that you're compensating uh, with that monitor behind you in terms of yeah. length. You want you want some length to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's certainly no girth to it. Well, it's okay because I just have LastPass create passwords for me that are really long, so and then they get that is one choice. Honed and you went you went wrong. Remember, I said from a brute force approach. From a brute force yeah. approach, more characters are better than fewer characters. So this is why I constantly try and tell people this, and I just pasted uh, a generator, uh, a password generator uh, to the logs XK password, and it's done off the XKCD one. Which sort of explains that if you just sort of replace letters with numbers or symbols, it's going to guess it. If you make yourself a three or four letter phrase with proper punctuation and capitalization, you're going to remember it. And there ain't going to be a computer on the damn freaking planet that's going to get it before the heat death of the universe. Unless, of Mm -hmm. course, the Chinese actually did the quantum encryption breaking that they say they did, which we'll see. Mm -hmm. But seriously, it's a sentence. Your brain's wired to remember it. 
I hate. They're not after your bank account, site. by the way. The Chinese, they're not after no, your bank account not. anyway. So just forget it. But I hate every anyway. password solution that refuses to accept space as an, a character. Because then you can't write yourself a simple sentence, but Lord help you just type a four letter sentence that makes no sense to anyone except you because you find it funny. Include vulgarity. It helps with the memory. Your password will not get hacked. Boy, using that whole space thing or something. It's going all or Orson Scott card at this point. Oh, he was nice. way ahead. Nice, he was way ahead nice reference. The curve there. Nice reference. Yeah. Applause. Applause. Not a nice guy, but a nice reference. And yes, you can oh, use underscore sense. instead of space if you want. Yes. We're not going political. Okay. No. Uh, another uh, patch. This is the first patch Tuesday of the year, by the way. It ex- it's exploding with in the wild exploit fixes or one. Most. Anyway. Yeah, most they extreme. put out a patch for Excel 2013 and pushed it to everyone for some reason. I wonder what else Along with this one. Well, I mean, there's 90. No, there were two flaws. patches. There was this one that was wrapped into one. Because boys are really hard to find RC, out with the baby. 11 of which are RCEs. So, you yes. know, thanks, Windows. Because <laughs> you used to be able to look up the knowledge base article and find out exactly what was in it. Now you have to dig because Microsoft mm-hmm. don't like admitting it anymore. But yeah, funny? it's a big one. If you don't got it, get it. They eliminate their internal like quality assurance oh. department essentially, and then they stop publishing details about their yeah exploits and updates. You used to be able to look up the KB whatever number and go right to a Microsoft page and it would tell you every single thing that this Windows update patch is doing to your system. Mm-hmm. It's changing this, it's altering that, it's replacing this. Now and you can now- click on it and go to a Microsoft website where it alludes to what it might or might yeah, not have take them on. It's it's yeah. it's security through obscurity, uh-huh. and they're yes. yeah, that works as best they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also uh, fixes uh, last patch Tuesday when came out that some systems, when it hit the login screen, would go to blue screen and then come back, and then let you log in. But every once in a while, went back to a blue screen. That one's actually been fixed. It's not a rollback. It's an actual fix for that one. I can't remember what KB article that was. So hey. Hey, Sebastian, before we go on, I was just scrolling back through some comments on YouTube, and uh, I, I think you were prophetic. Gavin Thomas said that Brett has become Steve Gibson. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Do you do code in assembly? I have, and I actually enjoy it. It's like digging. <laughs> oh, someone someone okay. say, and I agree with it, it's like digging post holes with a teaspoon. Complete control over all the dirt. It's like escaping from Alcatraz. (laughs) All right. uh, Microsoft ends Windows 7 extended security updates on Tuesday. It's it's finally here. The end of Windows 7. Even extended support is over. Enterprise. Oh, it's only extended support at this point. Well, right. Yeah, that's true. Anybody who's running Windows 7. Come on. Long live Arrow. Yay, Arrow. I I need to use my 3D accelerator all the time. I paid a lot of money for this graphics card. I want the transparencies. Time. Actually, then just use like Project Looking Glass. Use Mac OS. Their whole freaking uh, UI is 3D <laughs> accelerated. Okay, Brett. And PDF. Yeah, it, it's also 8.1, though. <laughs> so make sure that like, it is 8.1 that dies along with 7. I like so, 8.1. I'm a, yeah, I'm a well. very rare breed of person who didn't like 8 but liked 8.1. 
and uh, I, then I when I started 8. using point one 10, was a big improvement. Uh, yes, it was. And really, Josh, when uh, it came out, everybody's freaking out. Let's go at the start menu again. I can use Windows now. It's like it's lot, it's Mini Metro. Come on, Mini Tiles. Windows mini 10, <laughs> early Windows Ten was just eight point. Wasn't Metro? Wasn't that what it's called, Metro? Yeah, I can't yeah well, no, it they was. stopped calling it Metro. Remember, they fired Steven Sanofsky. They stopped calling it yeah. Metro. They called it Tiles. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, uh, the interface formerly known as Metro. And honestly, I, this might be a controversial opinion, but I think we'll look back on this at some point in the future and say, you know what? Tiles actually weren't that bad. Who likes going through the start menu and then like... <sighs> I, it, Every it, time it, I log into it, a... It, they tried it on a phone. It was horrible. That was brilliant. Uh, the Windows yeah. phone interface was oh. fantastic. Oh, my Every God. time I log into a server 2012 instance, okay, it, it was, I am presented with 12. It was inappropriate outside of consumer devices, but I liked setting up my tile start screen because I could have things just the size I wanted, the place I wanted them to be in, categories. It oh. was fine. That was and A points out, uh, Wart goes to Windows RT, the uh, one that can't run Windows applications, mm-hmm. they're also bailing on uh, support for that as well. Oh, good. I can't know. believe it took him so um, long. But here's here's the that thing, was, is that you took the time to customize your Metro experience. Yes, I did. A vast, <laughs> vast majority of users did not. And it was not fantastic. Is that what they mean by metrosexual? No, no, that's that's no. See, the nice thing about Windows 8.1 is by default it booted up your desktop, and then you had the the start thingy in the corner that just let you right click and do like power user functions, like go straight to the you know the management console or go right to the device manager, something like that. Shut down your system. And remember, Ryan didn't realize you could do that to shut it down. He always did the little (laughs) chimes. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah. And our final security story of the week. Something else is dying. First, LastPass, now Slack, and Circle CI. I don't know what that is. The hacks go on and will likely worsen. Well, of course they will. They'll never end. People have to get smarter. People have to stop. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. If you can't trust your password manager, I mean, who can you trust, really? I mean, Slack is used by so many organizations to do absolutely so much communication. This is potentially mm-hmm. horrendous. As far as I can tell, based upon my read of this, it was uh, an employee's token or some sort of authorization mechanism was stolen so that whoever took them downloaded a ton of Slack source code, which, as we all know, is the gateway to the bad guys finding you didn't free your memory here, you have a floating pointer here, you're reading past, you have an you have an un- uh, uh, cleansed input, open input here. It's just ways for them to find that sort of stuff. So I would expect a significant breach of Slack within a couple of months. That's my prediction. Still not Steve Gibson. Uh, Circle CI. I don't know. Did uh, Jeremy? Did you include this one? I'm not sure about Circle CI. I don't even know what it is. Then by all uh, means, let's a, talk uh, about it at great length. Uh, no, I, I, we probably we won't go on, but yeah, I know it's like a continuous, on. it's a continuous yeah. integration for software development. That, that's Thus ends this episode of Security Now. <laughs> not on the Twit Network, though. This is the, this is the parody version of it. Yeah, we're not on the college. I'm not Steve Gibson. Let's move on to gaming quick hits. You can, uh, play Company of Heroes 3 multiplayer before it even launches. I think that's called beta testing, right? Like you can run yeah, a window but at least they're honest about it. Double beta testing. 
You know, back in the day, they used to have this thing called game demos. Yep. You could actually play it yes. before you buy it. And sometimes they'd even release these demos months in advance. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Battle first level or two. Yes, or the first map. Yes. The Iwo Jima multiplayer to test all the servers on BF1942. Yep. It was a it was the most amazing time in gaming that I remember. Oh, I remember people going putting back and forth on jeeps. And, yeah, it was awesome. Riding we back and forth awesome. on whether or not they allowed demo of multiplayer versus single player. Some did, some didn't, but I always appreciated it when they did. And this one yeah. does. Well, 42 but, the, really had to do that because yes, it was a groundbreaking and, I love oh my god, was it broken when they put the bait out? <laughs> I'm sure you spent a lot of time helping them with that, too. <laughs> when I do this, I fall through the map. <laughs> when I try to log on to this server with these people, it won't let me. So yeah, uh, Company Heroes is doing what is essentially a multiplayer tech demo. They're trying to figure out how everything's going to break before they release it. So until Monday... Uh, you've got a chance to play it if you would so like. All right, Josh, I hope you're primed and ready for a Josh Tech review. Mm. Throwing him into the driver's seat? Yeah, let's mm. do it. Okay, so, My you know, I've been wanting to build. Arms are weak. Staying on my shirt. Mom's spaghetti, I don't know. Um, anyway, no, uh, Next Level Racing. They sent me a... Uh, a standalone monitor stand, freestanding. It's, it, the, the official name is Next Level Racing Light Freestanding Monitor Stand. Now, that's not doubling up on the whole stand, but I mean, it, you know, it's the English language. So, well, you've taken a stand on that, haven't you? Yeah, oh, I'll deal with it. Uh, this is a $120 unit uh, made of cold rolled high carbon steel glass-infused nylon plastic. And, uh, yeah, they sent this for for you. And uh, it can handle up to a 55-inch TV that weighs up to 44 pounds, which is kind of, you know, you're, you're looking at plasma screens were kind of that heavy, right? Because I know my 55-inch OLED out front is about 33 pounds uh, when all is said and done, and that's without the uh, the stand. And so you can you could mount pretty much anything modern on this up to fifty five inches. Um, so one of the nice things about it, obviously, is that it is freestanding. So mm. you can use this with multiple cockpits. So say you're a flight enthusiast and you've got a flight cockpit. Well, you can move over your big old monitor to that one, and then you feel like really racing some rally. You move over to your other cockpit and do that there but even better is is if you see some of the uh you know like the higher end uh extruded aluminum uh cockpits for either flight or racing or whatever when you start looking at the add-on brackets for monitors they get a lot more expensive than 120 bucks and so this is a nice little compromise i mean it won't fit in quite as organically with uh with your cockpit, uh, if, but, but it still works really, really well. And there's enough height in there that you can fit that over the feet. You can get it pretty close to you. 
uh, with the vast majority of these cockpits, even some of the uh, the bigger F1 uh, style where, you know, your feet are way high up and your butt is down. Um, really high quality made, uh, very adaptable. The only issue I really had is that my TV is a 300 by 300 Visa and you couldn't really adjust the, uh, the, the bars because the 300 by 300 required, I mean, it was the same size as the 400 by 400. And if you go there and you kind of see, you, you can't slide those in the way they have all the drill pattern. So that would be maybe nice to have like a, a geometry expert uh, in there to be able to do that. Because the only issue yeah. I really had with this is the TV I had had about an inch ledge below the visa mount, a couple of inches below it. And the bars would, would actually kind of rub against that and was hard to install. And uh, it required some uh, jiggery pokery to get it to work. But otherwise... You know, it's not a piece of technology. It's it's a piece of furniture, uh, but it works very well for what it does. It's extremely sturdy. Um, the thing that I like about it is that you've got like 15 or 20 degrees worth of tilt that you can do on the monitor. So you've got, you know, a 44-pound monitor. A lot of the, uh, uh, the tilt options, when you screw them in, eventually, like this, you know, Monoprice uh, speaker stand, their uh, microphone stand that that it keeps drifting downwards because of the mountain mechanism. This is a cogged mechanism, so it it doesn't slip. Once you tighten it down, it's it's locked in place. And so that was another nice um, design feature of the entire thing. As you can tell from my extremely dirty house, fifty uh, five inch works in there nicely. I can't this, wait. This house until, looks fine. Uh, I, there's a what a microfiber cloth on the couch. Yeah, because I had to clean uh, the, the the I had to take the uh, the the stand off of the uh, TV to get it to fit properly, obviously, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know a somewhat freshly uh, vacuumed carpet. Got to keep that carpet clean, gentlemen. Nice hardwood floor there. I see. Are those oh, is that oak? Oh, thank you. Six foot oak. It's a red oak. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. even dusted the so uh, a light, a light the varnish uh, to the to the wood yeah. uh, before yeah. the uh, poly. Uh, and I, yeah, but I see, you know, the sand has a uh, has a thick rubber kind of foot on it, so that it doesn't yeah. kind of mar the oak. Doesn't mar the oak. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, overall, it is, is rubber. It looks like metal. Is there a rubber? No, is that it's, a rubber? It's, it's a plastic. It's oh, a, it is okay, a, okay. a hard plastic fitting to it. So it doesn't slip around. Uh, it doesn't scratch floors. That's good. And yeah, I mean, you good. could you could go to Amazon and get a sixty or seventy dollar kind of monitor, uh, you know, or TV stand. But those are typically, you know, a single post with you know the five caster type wheels spread out, four or five of them, and that that doesn't give you as much flexibility in in, in getting the actual monitor or TV close enough to you to where you're comfortable. So you've always got it a certain amount far away. And so this at least has that, you know, big empty area where you can use it with multiple different racing stands. So it's a, a nice product, 120 bucks, not bad, well-made. So if, if you have a use for it, then pick one up. And thanks to Next Level Racing for yeah. down in Australia for providing that 
monstrosity to me. It's not really a monstrosity. Would you say that the 55 maxed out the uh, dimension so that the bottom doesn't yes, run? Yes, it, really it really can't go. I mean, you could go higher, but... I noticed that in now the picture that it might... You can't really do... You can't tilt because you're going to... The bottom of the display is going to start to run into the frame. Yeah. Yeah. You said, what, not only that, degrees? but... I don't know. I'm not a protractor. <laughs> hey, some of us are protractor. Some of us are. Our next review and our final review this week is big. It's This is big. This is really big. This is almost four slots and 12.6 inches in length. It is It is a girthy monstrosity of a graphics card. And no, we're not talking about With- an... An forty ninety or some huge oversized forty eighty. We're talking about a Radeon RX seventy nine hundred XTX. It's the Sapphire Nitro Plus. What are you gonna say? Those right. chamfered corners. Those chamfered corners. It, it, this I, has really an Apple-like appearance so to it that I know will it, please you. <laughs> that does excite me in and, all the right ways. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's it's bigger. It's faster. It's more RGB ear than it an is. AMD reference card, and it doesn't have the uh, vapor chamber issue to worry about. Mm. So, uh, as I wrote here in this review, it's it's a monster, and it's kind of funny that uh, AMD was making noise about how compact their reference design card was. It took shots at NVIDIA, because our card just drops right in to existing situations. Well, Sapphire said, hold on, what if we make our version of a 4090? This is the fastest Radeon of this generation. Who knows what they'll have coming down the pike this year. But for right now, you cannot get a faster Radeon card than the XTX. That's why it has the extra X in it. What if we give this the power draw of a 4090? What can we do with that? So it has three PCIe 8-pin connectors on it. You can see I have a red one, a black one, and another red one because I didn't have three red cable extensions. I looked around and I realized I didn't, so I had to... From, improvise from this angle it almost looks like a 24 pin motherboard coming across the top it basically there. is i mean you're yeah but look okay. at the card even without the RGB three times lighting, eight yeah any of that stuff <laughs> thanks. thanks nice thank you josh thank you <laughs> thank you thank you uh thank you. Look at the side thank you very much. View of this card it's so classy if and and really if you look at that um first picture the featured photo. This is how it looks from the side. It is crazy how different the card looks when you're just looking at it when it's installed vertically. I first fired it up. I'm like, oh, that's really classy looking. And I got closer to it, looked at it from the top. Holy crap. That's a very bright upwards and downwards. As you can see, it's illuminating this black motherboard very nicely. Oh, that's so, where that's coming from. Yes, I didn't know Very that. bright directional lighting that is very diffuse and, you know, more sophisticated from the side. So anyway, uh, it's big. It's it's uh, it's over three slots. There's the three slot bracket, and it extends beyond that about another half slot. And they did all kinds of things with this design. I didn't get into all of it. Their list of features for this is crazy. It's uh, extensive. It's very extensive. Here's the three eight pins for power. You can see from the side here there is this plate that covers all the the VRMs. Their vapor chamber cooling uh, it covers the GPU and the memory. It's and you can a, see straight through it. That's interesting. The support. Hey, what's plastic versus metal here? Point point that out. I think just this light strip is plastic. 
Oh, so it's all aluminium. I'm not sure Luscious about the front. I don't remember aluminium. now, and I returned it already, so I can't. Uh, okay. It's got an aluminum backplate. Yeah. It's it's got. Oh, that's a, nice. Look, it has an ARGB uh, cable that it comes with in the box. You have ARGB. It's got fan out. in as well. Sync. Whatever that means. Your motherboard lighting. But yeah, or turn it off. But that's where uh, the red team plugs in. Look at yeah. <laughs> look at uh-huh. the list of features from Sapphire. Dual BIOS, Trick software switch, premium digital design, ultra high performance conductive polymer aluminum capacitors, fuse protection, Tri X cooling technology, Vapor X cooling, high TG copper PCB, and it goes on and on and on. These are just the features. What is it? Do what not is talk angular velocity. Yeah, I don't know. What is an angular velocity fan blade? Look at it. Look at the angle. Well, look at them. They're all oh, bent weird. Oh, how angular oh, they okay. are. Okay. You're right. And You're it comes right. with this, a support now. bracket in the box. Has an ARGB cable. It's it, and look, VaporX cooling is back. And I'm sure you know, Sapphire oh, it's got a transportation wick. Sapphire doesn't need to do this. They make a quality product. Sapphire so has great QA. It's a very solidly made product. It's very nice. And it's it's this one's a just you know their their highest end SKU. So it's going to have some extra okay. I guess stuff they're, they're proud the of it. They're proud of it. And I here's guess. what you can okay. do. Look what you can do with all of that. The Nitro Plus, compared to the reference card, was 700 points higher in Times by Extreme. That's the GPU score. 754 points higher in Port Royal. Oh, okay. A modest 292 points higher in Speedway, Mm -hmm. but that's a more compressed... uh, The stack here is a little bit more compressed. Uh, But, you know, it's... In, in games, that doesn't necessarily translate into the same kind of boost, but it will leapfrog a 4080 in certain circumstances, like Metro yeah. goes from being a frame behind to a frame or two ahead. So it's... Was that with ray tracing or no? No, this is the one without. So absolutely no okay. ray tracing was enabled in this, the original version. Oh, of original. That, there you go. Sorry. Yep, I did not use um, Enhanced Edition for this review. And then here we have F122, which is a DXR game, yeah. and the 4080 is still ahead, but... The uh, Sapphire Nitro Plus is almost 6% faster than reference, and that's just out of the box. I didn't do any overclocking. I yeah. didn't increase power limits. And, and on 1% as limit. well. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah. And so here's, here's bringing thing. up 1%. Yeah, and this, is, this Ooh, right ouch. here is what why happened? I was either going to update the BIOS on my test board or just move to an Intel platform, at least temporarily, to see what the heck is going on with certain use, like, Certain cases like Cyberpunk, where the one percent lows that I'm getting don't seem to match anybody else's. Then again, I don't think anybody anybody else retested the game on one point six one when that came out either. Yeah, and I think one six one underperforms compared to one six zero. So anyway, power though, power is oh an my interesting, uh, metric here. So was that four seventy peak? If you are four seventy five percent performance power. without the without power. 495.5 watt was peak, and it hit that. Oh, times. man. Oh, wow. It's uh, just shy of the 500 watts. It consistently was at 450 to 475 under low. That's like overclocked 4090. Yeah. So, NVIDIA, you can give them crap and talk about the 4090 is the most ridiculous card of the generation. And then, well, Nitro Plus actually pulls more power on average oh. than a 4090 Founders Edition card. So they, it, apparently yeah. the GPU doesn't really scale that well with power. That's what I'm trying to say. It scales really well no. with clock speeds. Doesn't scale with uh, power, apparently. Because this is a 1% yeah. to 6% faster in just the few games I tested card. But the, 
the power draw yeah. is pretty incredible. I mean, <clears throat> like the, FPS review just did uh, an overclocked 4090 founders edition. Yeah. And we're just, they saw about that. Yes, I know. For the power that. draw. I was like, That's funny. That's cute. Oh, you're hitting 4090 <laughs> watts. Let me show you the nitro plus without a new overclocking. So it, it you have to be okay with that. Oh. You've got to have a robust power supply and it does, it makes full use of those three PCIe connectors. But it's just, this is what we have. This is, if you're a Radeon fan, this is the limit. Because the Nitro Plus was going to be the highest end card this generation. Yeah, well. And it's <laughs> a few percentage points faster. But what you are getting is a better made card than the made by AMD card, period. It's got better cooling. We can run it vertically and horizontally? Yeah. And you know what? I didn't, I didn't test it horizontally and I already sent it back. So just don't ask. I already put that in the review. All right. Before you ask, I did. I didn't do different orientations. Okay. It, aside from the whole power thing, it the price is eleven ninety nine for this card, as far as Ooh. I can tell. And that's Eep. just the only official listing I can find. That's a new egg listing. And it's out of stock. Third party sellers want like fifteen hundred dollars for this thing, but I mean that's the same story with the forty eighty. And this is the card that will trade blows with the forty eighty, depending on whether you're using ray tracing or not. So at, you know, just putting into perspective, this generation, it's a $1,200-ish performance level. It competes with the 4080. I don't think that makes it overpriced. I'd like to see both of them selling for $600, but that's not going to happen. How did these uh, special fans sound when it, when you pushed it? Uh, I couldn't hear them. That's the thing. I, I need to come up oh. with a, a low-power, passively-cooled test bed so I can drop the GPU into that just to do noise testing because right now so it cooled GPU like this 400 watts plus without making a sound <laughs> not that I could hear over the CPU cooler fan but we'll review we'll revisit this review in the summer and see how <laughs> I, I wish I wish I could keep these cards but unfortunately the, yeah, the high-end sapphire stuff always goes back um the, the one interesting thing, though, and Furmark has been trending lately because, of course, people stress testing for the whole 110 throttling thing on the XTX reference cards. Mm. I ran Furmark, which I don't like to do, and I feel like, isn't Furmark at this point already kind of uh, recognized by drivers and the cards get uh, down-volted yeah. in the sense that Furmark is running? But I ran Furmark for 15 minutes with this card, and my hotspot got all the way up to 73C. And my core temp, it took the full 15 minutes for it to finally go from 60 up to 61. The range was 59 to 61 in 15 minutes of Furmark. It's, and the, mm. the card barely had to spin up to do this. Like the cooler is so huge. I don't really understand why it's this huge. You could go with a two and a half slot and you'd have more fan noise. They went three and a half slot and you could barely hear it. So if you value <sighs> silence, and reliability and you have the space for a card this large it's hard to tell because i didn't do what josh said i should do and take comparison photos because this is i could i could show you the supreme x and that's pretty much what we're talking about here because careful two-handed lift yeah if you look at <laughs> it, it basically what msi does with the supreme x is similar in size to what the Nitro Plus looks like this year. Yeah. Except, yeah, it's very close. It's extremely close. It's hard to tell with my poor lighting here, but there it's is like about... almost four, four slots. Yeah, there's yeah. a 
There's a finger's worth of additional heat sink above the three slot bracket. Yeah. And then the card is a little over like it's like 12 and a half inches, 13 inches long. And it's just thick. Like it extends quite a bit above uh it's like two fingers above the uh the uh, retention bracket. So and that this is the size of the Nitro Plus. It's just I don't have it to actually show you. But it it's not going to fit in every case. It's not small form factor friendly and it draws a heck of a lot of power. So They did what they could. This is their. This is the flagship of the flagship. Uh, so they counted on America to be passive. They counted wrong. <laughs> you know what? For their efforts and for how incredibly cool and quiet this thing ended up being, I gave it the gold award. I mean, it's not. It's not their fault that the XTX didn't live up to the hype and become the forty ninety competitor that AMD Radeon fans wanted it to be. And in that case, and if that in power draw, it is right. If in yes, if the GPU performed better, we wouldn't be worried about the power draw. It's just it pulls so much more power than a forty eighty. A forty eighty is a pretty damn efficient GPU. At the end of the day, Mm -hmm. anyhow, uh, let's move to our final segment of the week. It is, of course, picks of the week. Josh, (sighs) please get us started. Okay, I I don't know this company, Z Edge. But it's another 34 inch, 3440 by 1440 ultra wide, 21 by 9, 165 hertz IPS gaming monitor. Free sync, picture by picture, picture in picture mode, display port 1.4, HDMI 2.0, got a Visa mount mm-hmm. on the back, 350 bucks. It was a little bit cheaper earlier, but you know, Z Edge, they, they seem to have a mostly positive ranking with it, but. Um, finding an IPS of that speed and size is, well, it's, it's wonderful to see at this point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Monitors. I Everything else is getting see... more expensive, but monitors are getting cheaper. I didn't great. see if that was curved. Is that a curved display or is that? Flat? No, I think it's straight. It's flat. Huh. It's curved into a stream. Ultra hmm. wide without the curve. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Usually, those were the the really early Samsungs were uh, ultra wide without the curve, and oh. I haven't seen one in a while. Well, with flat. IPS, you can get away with it. You need mm-hmm. that curve for those VA panels. I actually like yeah. the curve yeah. and these fifteen hundred R. I've gotten uh, used right to it. There. I don't mind it at yeah. all. Yeah, I I thought I would hate it, but I really like the ultra wide with the curve. Mm. Uh oh, wait, sorry, Jeremy. Your pick. No, you spoiled it. Uh-oh. Hey, do you like to eat? Do you like to eat food? Because <laughs> there is something really important oh, that has God. happened this week. Uh, John Deere, who have been fighting tooth and nail to prevent any farmer from being able to repair their own damn tractor, has finally backed down. Not 100%. Uh, what they've done is agree to allow farmers to at least access diagnostics and be able to purchase tools that the diagnostics say that they need and need to be reviewed yearly. But this is huge. The The ability of farmers to be able to repair their John Deere tractors for those that have still stuck with John Deere, because these are the only cup. This is the only company agriculture wise. that doesn't let you do this, but Hey, 
This is amazing. Because if you buy it, you really should own it. Yeah. You should be allowed to fix it. You shouldn't be taken to court and arrested and thrown in jail for trying to fix it. This is a big thing. It's I don't actually own any John Deere products, but if I did, I'd be very happy and probably be out there breaking them right now. It's a big thing. Speaking of big things, uh, Brett, let's look at your pick this week. You know, I almost thought about this as a joke pick, but then I looked at it a little bit more and I'm like, wow, these people are actually serious. Do you like electricity? Do you like using electricity? Do you I often love have a lot of things? Do you have a lot of things to plug in? I like the taste of it. To a particular I, space. I have so many things for, to plug in, Brett, you, that I have things plugged into extension uh, cords, plugged into other you extension know what? cords. This is your product. Bring it up, please. Look at this. Look it's, at all those glorious outlets. It's 22, 22 outlets, AC outlets, six USB oh charging ports, 2100 joule suppressing for spikes and such. Oh. They can only get a, a six and a half foot extension cord because any more, I, I, I don't know, another foot and I might have just get melted. I, that, I'm making that up. I'm, I think it's, it's probably, pretty that's probably fine. Hot. But for 30 bucks, this is a 32% off deal. Did I say it was 22 AC outlets? Because I want to go back to that. It's 22 AC outlets. Now let's And <laughs> six USB charging. And six USB charging outlets. We should outlets. get one of these and just plug in as many high-powered things into it as we can and, and just watch it. Because, I mean, it, it's, it's mind-blowing to, say, a 20-amp wall outlet, I wonder if you could actually melt that power cable. I, I have to admit, they have a more modest version with only like 18 AC, out, uh, AC outlets, not, but I went back and forth. Exciting. Went that's back and forth worthy. between two of them, and then I went, what am I thinking? Top of the line. Get the 22 outlet one. So is it a joke? Is it for real? I don't know. I think somebody should try it out. I think in a situation like the one they're picturing here, where it's just on a desk... And it's just a way for people to plug in their cell phone chargers or, you know, their the occasional sure. laptop. It'd probably be fine. But uh, this many outlets doesn't really inspire a lot oh. of confidence. Oh, let me tell you what this many outlets does in my mind is it okay. begs for abuse. It completely yeah. begs for a significant <laughs> amount of abuse. <laughs> I had wired my entire home with one extension cord and 22 outlets. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Yeah, my house, is and it's actually coming from the neighbor's place. But don't mention no. that. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I, cut, I just want it. <laughs> you know, if, if 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 there was a forty amp version, I could understand it. But yeah, twenty. I it's know. only fifteen. It's a fifteen yeah. amp rated product, which was probably the limitation of the power cable coming off. It's. Of it, that's why they it, the the eighteen uh, AC outlet one has an eight foot cord. This is why yeah, I made that distinction. Go. Actually, yeah. yep. So this is as Sebastian was implying. This is probably for a family of wall wart type deals, yeah. where they're only drawing you know, you know hey, a few watts a piece. Actually, this is a vintage gamer's dream because think about it. You have like hey, Super NES, right. Nintendo, Genesis, yep. Yep. all these systems with their big wall wart, and, and, and they don't switch very between much power them. at all. Instead of having the, there. the tangled mess of power strips plugged into power strips, one one fire hazard in one spot. It's localized. It's localized. Yeah, and you can just, it's a little, 
a little it's like uh, like a yeah. cement board, little cement board uh, uh, area around it to catch the fire yeah, and, and have a fire extinguisher space yeah. at it at all times during operation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or suppression. Uh, and keep your oily rags there and, you know, everything else. Just put all the you fire should, in one place. There should be a raspberry pie with heat sensors around it that trigger a fire suppression system. I think that, that would probably yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. But then the it's raspberry a project. pie, it would have, you know. Yeah, yeah I need to get Brother Python on them. Yeah, the raspberry pie is plugged into it, so it just kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, yeah but. A lot. Okay, real quick, yeah. my pick this week is, uh, you know, I, I'm dissatisfied with Windows. And I think a lot of us are. We're sick of it. We're sick of the BS and the. If this is a Palm OS commercial, no, I want to free myself from the tyranny of Windows, and I can do that with this new operating system. It's called uh, Linux, and it's got this uh, (laughs) friendly-looking. I don't know what what is that. An animal? Some sort of animal? Some sort of animal? Some sort of animal? He looks like a penguin, but then he has duck feet. Anyway, that's weird. This probably a jackass penguin. Just this boot Mm. uh, boot disc. It doesn't just have a bunch of demos on it. It's got an entire operating system on it. Two hundred and fifty megabytes. Install it today and rock your PC in a completely new way. Most rebellious OS ever. What is it? On this, is it Debian? I don't know. I I need to uh, load this up in something and figure out which uh, distro this is. I'm going to try it out. <clears throat> I've been enjoying Pop OS recently, and uh, some of the folks in the in the chat told me that I've I should enjoy it as much. I've heard talk of this. But, but I'm enjoying it. They said I should stop enjoying it. I should not enjoy it as much as I am, but I, I can't help it. I'm actually liking it. It's like, wow, this Brett, actually you is you. Linux, and it plays. I, I was playing Steam games on it. I ran it's Minecraft on, on it. Fool. Yeah, exactly. Works on everything. Exactly. Uh, Lutris. It was this is from Lutris November of 1997. So if that tells you which distro that is, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I hope it's a when long-term I, branch because <laughs> when uh, when I got my first Athlon MP test system in, I had to beg SUSE eight for uh, SUSE for their their eight version because yeah. it was. One of the few multi-threaded OSs uh, at that time. Okay. Yes, it was. It and CentOS. Yeah. Well, I spent some time on CentOS. I always said CentOS. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. We should have an argument. Yeah, I'm about Canadian. It. What do you, you want? say OS or oh. OS X, Brett? Ooh, that's a really good question. I vacillate between the two, honestly. I'm not really you. stuck on one. Then you're not a true Apple fan. Because a true Apple I, fan uh, only says OS ten and never X. <laughs> Just like they'll correct you if you say, you know, the iPhone X, mm. the one no, you mean the iPhone ten. Oh I always say ten. I always say iPhone ten, but I I don't ever say iPhone X. But I have caught myself saying OS X. Josh said in order to iPhonics? We haven't done the outro Stop. yet. Josh, come back. Josh No, he's he digging something up. Yeah, he's getting something. He's up. got something. Oh, what got? All right. Well what do we got office. there? Oh, Seuss. Oh, no, it's three. Seuss. Oh, you found 8.0. 8. That's uh, a huge manual. 8.0 in a big box. It's a big box. A huge box, very full of, and it's a little dusty. But yeah, it, uh, it's it got everything you need to install Seuss Linux. Total oh control my. with Yes, too. And the dog apparently wants out. Mm. So, no, it wants the box. 
network. It was for security a... business and desktop. New KDE 3.0, unprecedented desktop power. 2001 editor's choice. That tells you exactly how old. Yeah. Doggy needs a grip. Yeah, well, dog, why is that? The dog uh, out, so, is that is that when you're uh, building your media PC? You know, your your TV side. You know, instead of uh, buying a an off the shelf video recorder, you're running Linux with it with a I don't know a Vare Media card. Hop hog, no. hop hog. Yeah, yeah. Aver. What was it called? Like a TV? It wasn't the All in Wonders? It was something else. TV. Uh, hop hog. Yeah. If you give me a second, I can oh, drag no. that other. Oh my god! <laughs> That's when you marched into your cable provider and demanded, "I have a right to this cable card. I have but a right to my actually, cable card." People don't remember why this was an issue. It's because they encrypted the signal, and you yeah, you just like satellite those access cards. Yes. You always had to know yes. a guy who could decrypt them for you for you know whatever. Yep. Fee. People did not understand. Okay, the there pain. is a hop hog card back there. I just don't know where it is. I sold mine years ago. It's <laughs> still there somewhere. Media center thing. And I ran into the issue that I was having trouble with cable, and I don't receive enough over-the-air broadcast where I live because of trees. I don't have an aerial. Well, not so. enough of them falling down on your uh, car yet. I know that yeah. one limb was not enough. I actually did try a few months ago and I still get like public TV and like uh, over the air QVC comes in. But I'd say <laughs> it's weird. Which, existed. which channels they didn't encrypt. It was right. <laughs> the local Christian station, all three channels of that comes yep. in, but that's it. Okay. Uh, let's say goodbye this week. Josh, do you have any words of wisdom for us? You know, sadly, after flaming out last week and causing much embarrassment and disregard for my mental state, I have even fewer things to say, and you will thank me for that. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate the honesty. 